us any podcast radio show if you if we look we live right now we live right now in the building tbou 24 7 radio app get the app stop playing around it's on a dollar 99 like a can of beer hey that's what's going <laughs> on right now hey i'm the javian and this is your girl tia along with Nastasia simone y'all. yes yes <laughs> Yes, 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 guys, yes, and we yes. are here and we are back with another one with Mr. Cotton. Part two with Mr. Cotton. That's right, that's right. We'll be coming right. on very soon, y'all. Stay, Stay tuned. tuned. Stay tuned. We can go ahead and start the show right now. Let's go ahead and play a song right now, real quick. Don't go, baby. Don't go, baby. Mr. Mr. Cotton. Cotton. Don't go, baby. Today I received a letter, and the letter said that my wife was leaving, leaving with another man. I couldn't believe my eyes, so I broke down and cried. I wish I could see her one more time, one more time, so I can apologize. Oh, I can't believe you're gone. You need to come back to me, baby. Don't go, baby. I can't do this without you. Come back. Come back. Come back. Don't go, baby. Don't go, baby. Don't you take your love away. No. Don't take your love I'm away. Don't go crazy. Living in this world without you. Don't you, Don't baby. Go, baby. Don't you take your love away. Don't no. take your love away. I'll go crazy. I'll go crazy. Imagine that it would happen this way. This way, that I would lose my girl. It should be on the way. Never in a thousand years, I thought that you would leave. But come back to me, girl. To me, girl. I'm on my hands and knees. I can't believe you did this to me, baby. I don't know if I'm gonna make it without you. Don't go, baby. I've been so good to you. Come back, baby. Hey. Don't go, baby. Don't go, don't baby. You take your love away. Don't take no. your love away. I don't go crazy. Living in this world without Living you. This world. No. Don't go, baby. Don't go. Don't you take your love take away. Your love no. away. Back home, baby. I need you. Come back to me. Come back. That was like Mr. Cotton. Like, like that, niece? Like that. You like that? Yeah. Like yeah. That. <laughs> that was Mr. Cotton. Don't go, baby. Yo, what's up, Cozy Mo? What's up, fam? Hey, hey, right here on the phone. This is part two. 
right here, we got Mr. Cotton right here. Yo, yo. Right, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on with you? Yeah. How are y'all doing today? Doing good, Hi. doing good. Don't go, Miss, baby. Yeah. Miss T. Yeah, Miss T.I.A. Miss <laughs> <laughs> So, so Tuesday show, man, was great. It was phenomenal, man. And it was. And it was, it was, man. We had we had to talk about a lot of stuff. So now let's finish up on part two. You yes, know, sir. and if you want to tell a little bit of where you're from a little bit, just a little bit of people that missed part one, they got to go back, but you want to just share a little bit of who Mr. Cotton is. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm originally from upstate New York, called Newburgh, New York. Uh, I moved to Baton Rouge, Louisiana when I was around 12 years of, of age. All right, all right, okay, all right. <laughs> okay, Mr. Cotton, tell us a little bit about Don't Go Baby. How did you come up with that song? <laughs> Don't go, baby. <laughs> well, um, you know, I come up, you know, I, I don't know where these songs come from, but they be coming. And uh <laughs> and you sleep. And you and you sleep. <laughs> yeah, they be, they be coming. And it always starts with the track. Mm-hmm. Okay. The melody of the track, you know, once I start hearing the track, it'll start developing in my head. You know, when I heard the melody, blah, 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 blah. You know, it just, it just came to me. Don't go, baby. Okay. I was like, okay, that you know, that's working. So I did that. You know, I mean, you know, it just that's how it comes. Right. You know, it's always the track, though. It's the melody and the track uh, where it starts. Correct, correct, correct. In part one, we was talking about about how hip hop from the old school to the new school, and also we was talking about the female MCs, and also right. and also we was talking about who started hip-hop in the South. Now, right. part two. In Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Thank you, T.I.A. Say, say that. Say it, T.I.A. Yes, <laughs> I'm going to say that. In Baton Rouge, <laughs> Louisiana. Yes, right. That's right. right. So now, moving forward, before we talk about Diamond in the Dirt, you know, we want to clear, you know, you want let's talk about some more history of, of your experience in the hip-hop game, you know, the world. Okay, what you want to know? <laughs> well, well, first of all, well, well, first of all, now since we left off in the 80s, let's move forward a little bit in the 90s. Okay. All right. Well, the 90s. Like Manny Fresh or something like that, or whatever. <laughs> well, 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 Manny Fresh, you know, that was in the uh in the beginning. That was in the early 80s. Cool. Oh, so yeah. Okay. That that that's gonna be involved in the diamond in the dirt store. Okay. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you want you you want to start talking about diamond in the dirt, or you still want to go to the nineties? Go to the nineties. Oh, oh, yeah, you want to go to nineties? <laughs> okay, because in '88, I kind of like I went home in '88, mm-hmm. 1988. I went home for three years. I thought I was going to get a get a wrap up then, but when I got home, I was chilling. And then my best friends that I grew up with, they all happened to be rapping too. <laughs> so I couldn't get away from the rap game because they had a group called TS uh, TS Street Projects, mm-hmm. and I was like the loner rapper. But we was all down. We was all affiliated, affiliated, you know, like the, like like the tribal fam. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know y'all remember that is De La Soul and yeah, all of course, of course, yes. We were kind of sort of like that. And uh, just tell you a story about that. This cat, I'm trying to remember the names. You know, he's taking me way back. But the cat who was um, over all the artists at Uptown Records. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is when Jodeci just got signed. Mary J just got signed. Heavy D was there for a minute. And uh, and, a, and a couple other cats. Father and C was there. Yeah. And uh, the cat who was giving up, who was, who was, who was giving, you know, helping him get the record deals, uh, like I said, he was the manager of all the artists for Uptown. At the time, for for Andre Harrell, he was the manager of all the artists. Now, and just so happened, just so happened that he went to school with my mother. Wow! Yeah, he went to school with my mother, and, and my boy and went down there to represent because I didn't go. But they took my music, my demos down there with him, and told him who I was. Mm-hmm. And he knew who I was by my name coming from Newburgh because he went to he went to NFA with my mom's and knew that she had a son named Terry. 
<laughs> so by, by coincidence, he just asked, he said, is, is her name, is her name Betty Jean? And, and my cousin told him, yeah, that's, that's who his mom is. Mm -hmm. And he was like, boom, boom, boom. So he listened to the demos. He liked all our music. He gave us all a record deal. Wow. Well, he presented, he presented us with a contract. Let me put it that way. Mm -hmm. He gave us contract. They brought the contracts back. They was all excited and stuff. And we went, we sat with a lawyer and he just kept it point blank. And he read the contracts. He said, <laughs> his very words were, if you sign this contract, you're going to sign your life away. Mm. Okay. That's what that was. Now, we could have took that choice, that chance, and mm -hmm. said, okay, let's sign it anyway. Because, you know, Mary J and all of them signed that same contract. Hold on, talk about Mary J. Blige, right? I'm talking about all of them. Wow. Heavy D, all the artists that came through there signed that same contract. Okay. Because everybody was a nobody at first. That's Uptown Records, right? That's Uptown Records. Everybody was a nobody at first, except for Heavy D, because he was like one of the first artists to get signed with him. So he was there for a couple of years. Okay. You know, about three, four years already, something like that. About three, four years, yeah. So everybody else was new. Mary J, Father and C, mm -hmm. uh, Joe to C, all of them. Yes. So they all got that same contract we got. And they signed, hmm. but we didn't. But when I look at it, I said, I said, but look what they had today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And look what we at right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I thought about that. I said, wow, you know, they signed them same contracts and they mega stars now. Yeah. I said, imagine if we would have signed them contracts. Where would we be at today? That is so true. Now, question. Now, this is before Didi, because Didi was working with Uptown Records as an intern. Didi sounds, Didi sounds familiar, that name. P. Didi. That name, but it could have been before Didi. I don't know. Uh, like I said, I didn't go. This was in this was in 89. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 1989. Correct. So Didi would know the guy who I'm talking about. Who was the manager over all those acts? I was in high school around there. I was a senior. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you know, that's, I mean, that's what I remember. Oh, wow. Man, that's some history that right there. Uptown. Yeah, Uptown. Man, from Uptown Records. So then move forward, then after that, so you left or, or you didn't sign a deal and then you venture out more I, back home. I came back home. My boy called me. He cut a song, hit it. Put a hit record out. He called me in, in 91 said, man, come home. I need you to go on tour with me. I want you to be my hype man. Okay. So I was like, okay. I was like, cool, cool, cool. All right. So that's what I did. Went home. Went on the road with him. Uh, this is when Vanilla Ice at first came out. He's done a few <laughs> ice, shows with Vanilla Ice. Ice, 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 baby. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he, was on, he was on his way to blowing up at the time. Mm -hmm. I remember that. Yeah. And we did a couple of shows with him and, uh, uh, and that's what I was doing for about about a year and a half. Okay. And then I had left. I had left and came back. Went back to Newburgh. Go ahead. Okay. 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 Well, shoot. Well, shoot. Okay. Then after that, so now where 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 that that um many fresh and everything came from, and also from you know now before we get into diamonds in the dirt, that where where all this take place. All this took right here in Baton Rouge. Correct. Uh, in 1987. This is this is my second record deal I got. Okay. Okay. And the second record deal I got was DD Records out of Los Angeles, California. Uh, this cat named Guy Brody. He was a DJ down here. R.I.P. to Guy Brody. He mm -hmm. passed away. Um okay. he uh uh he had a copy of my demo and he liked it and he knew this dude. David from uh, from Los Angeles looking for talent. So he sent them my demo, and the dude wanted to fly down and meet me and sign me up. Mm -hmm. So he did. He met at my mom's house. You know, I was there. My mom was there. My, my boy, the DJ, Greg Dukes, was there with me. He was my DJ. And uh, my stepfather was there. You know, a man presented the deal to me. And we had a, a friend over there, a lawyer. He was kind of a lawyer, but he knew how to he knew how to read contracts and uh and we all sat down and read the contract and negotiated and stuff. He said it was a good contract. You know, it was a standard contract. It wasn't like the one Uptown was giving. Mm -hmm, but uh, okay. so, so you know, we signed it, you know, and, you know, he, he, he broke bread with me and brought me a car, put me in an apartment, you know, all that type of thing. Wow. And, 
you know, he was looking out for me. You know, I was his first artist on his label. You know what I'm saying? And he was really excited about me. Uh, the first week my record came out in Buffalo, New York, it sold over 75,000 units. Wow. You know yeah. and, and then I didn't know nothing about the business either. That's You know what I'm saying? Okay. So okay. I wasn't following up on nothing. And it was one of my boys that brought it to my attention. He said, hey, man, they had this little thing that comes out every week. And it tells you what songs was number one and what city and what state and all that. And, and on the right hand side of it, it has how many units that song has moved. Mm. Right. Yes. This is back in the day. You know, they used to do stuff like that. Exactly. So, uh, Footwork. So he told me, he said, hey, man, you need to come to my apartment right away. So I didn't know what he's talking about. So I hurry up and over there. And he said, look at that. And he pointed at my song. I think my song was like number three or it was number two or number three in Buffalo. And then he said, now look at this. And he went all the way to the side and it said 75,000 units. <laughs> Damn, that's what's up. He said, man, he said, man, what's up? He said, uh, he said, look at the date. He said, look at the date. He said, your song's been out a week and moved 75,000 units. Man, that's footwork too. You know that old yeah. school. That's yeah. footwork now. That's that. That wasn't no internet. That's footwork. That was footwork, right? We had no internet. That's there. right. We didn't have no internet like that. You know, we had, you know, you know, we had pagers. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, man. Right. So, you know, and that was just for that first week. So he was like, "What's up, man? Who you got representing you?" And I didn't really, I really didn't have a lawyer. You know what I'm saying? So he was like, "Man, you need to get your lawyer, and uh, you know, grab these people can owe you money." You know what I'm saying? He said they're they making money off you. So there's no telling how much they made off me. You know what I'm saying? Because I really don't know the whole song, but I knew that much right there. Exactly. 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 You know? So uh, so anyway, to make long story short, long story short. No, go ahead. When he came, when he came down to sign me up, yeah, I'm getting all over, boy. He came, when he came to sign me up, uh, I met Manny through these, these cats called the Much Fresh Crew. Okay. It was another rap, another rap group that was uh and the leader of that group, the leader of that group was in my group and when he was nine years old. Okay. It's, so it's like I started him off rapping because okay. him and my little cousin used to be my dancing partners. Mm -hmm. And when we and when they do a solo dance by themselves, mm -hmm. I would get on the mic and start rapping. And his name is Bruce, and he's always saying, Man, I want to learn how to rap. I want to learn how to rap. Mm -hmm. So I said, look, just start by rhyming. You ain't got to make no sense. Yeah. <laughs> I, said, develop, I, said, I said, develop your flow. Correct. Once you develop your flow, then you can start writing about what you want to write about. Yeah. It becomes easier to you. And yeah. before you know it, years later, when we split up years later, now he got his own little crew. Okay. So you can see what well, I'm trying to show you how I it see. started spread, And it all started with me, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, he, he's in the documentary, too. He's in a, they call him B-Lo in the documentary. Correct. Correct. Diamond in the Dirt. Diamond in the Dirt. Right, right, right. Correct. He's in the documentary, too, but he don't give me the credit. <laughs> he, gives it, <laughs> he gives it to my DJ, who was my DJ, the second dude mm -hmm. in Diamonds in the Dirt. Yeah, I saw that. The second that. dude that came after us, his name was Kuiper. Mm. Well, he was, he was my DJ, okay. and he gave him the credit. Yeah, he came from my clip, and he gave him the credit talking about he was one of his dancers. And I was thinking, well, wait a minute, you was my dancer first. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool. I didn't trip on him. I let it go. It's, it's, it's all good. So the truth will come out eventually. But um, <laughs> I met I met Manny through them. And so Manny came with us okay. to the studio, uh -huh. to the studio in New Orleans. It was called a, a recording studio called C-Saint Recording Studios. And I'm almost sure that was the first recording studio he was ever in. Mm -hmm, okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 and he came there and he did the cuts on my song that I did called Feel My Wrath. That was 1987. So my record was the first record he did it. He ever did cuts on. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So keep in mind, he's coming into the industry now. Oh. You feel what I'm saying? This is his walk into the industry. Um, 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 Man, um, Man Fresh. Fresh. Yes. This is his walk into the industry. He's a bad this boy, dude. Now. Him. Oh, he's yeah, he's bad, man. Yeah. <laughs> I can't take nothing from that. But uh, but yeah, this was his walk. He started walking into the industry. Okay. And uh and, and, and everything happened through this walk. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So he met Gregory D. You no, know, he knew Gregory D, but they hooked up because of this walk. 
You know, Manny, Manny didn't have nobody, so he said, shoot, let me grab Gregory, and we can get us a deal with D&D. So all this happened through me, though, because they wouldn't know D&D and none of this if it wasn't for me bringing him to the studio. Bringing to the studio. Gotcha, gotcha. So, and also, okay. and also, while you saying all this, this was it was way before Wayne hit the scene and all that before the Hot Boys even got in on the scene. They wasn't even thought of. Exactly. You know this this yes. was nineteen eighty. This was nineteen eighty seven. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is nineteen eighty seven. Manny school didn't status. start. Dealing, I'm sorry, Manny didn't start dealing with them until nineteen ninety two. Wow, that's right. That's right. Hey, hey, Mr. Cotton, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. We're going to go hear more with Mr. Cotton. We're going to go ahead and play Boss Nice with Gorilla Ish right here, real quick, right here on TBOU Graffiti Mike. No realer than this. That's why they go bananas for that gorilla ish. All I hear is gorilla that, gorilla this. Monkey see, monkey do, do gorilla ish. Trust me, homie, it gets no realer than this. That's why they go bananas for that gorilla ish. I remember Michael way before Thriller. Digital monkeys can't box with gorillas. Light skin, my pen took out his hype men. Top 10 lyrical master, never mumbling, yeah. These rappers ain't really about that life. You're mumbling and you sound like can't get right. I leave you better than Bruce. Balls bare knuckled in the fist right. I'm fly as I wanna be caught right. Listen, the flow master, master the flow faster. Give ass whoopers like oatmeal, old fashioned. I got a passion for fashion for those that's asking, but don't mistake me for a pretty boy. Get your ass kicked. Rude and orderly conduct. My wordplay, I'm that state. My forte, cook chemistry. I'm worthy. The alphabet, alchemist, the banger chest to this anthem. This light skin gorilla, yeah. All the heads, gorilla that, gorilla this. Monkey see, monkey do do, gorilla ish. Trust me, homie, it gets no realer than this. That's why they go bananas for that gorilla ish. All the heads, gorilla that, gorilla this. Monkey see, monkey do do, gorilla ish. Trust me, homie, it gets no realer than this. That's why they go bananas for that gorilla ish. Gorilla ish, smack Charles and then take his chain. Go to the hood, give it to Keisha, we don't mess with James. Light skin gorilla ish. We like licorice and beat your ass to death. Pistol grips instead of fists. Intended to damage straight from the gate. This is something you should expect from a light skinned ape. Stereotypes of a light skinned man. I have your ass toe tagged at the mortuary fan. But ain't no kill eight for the record. Let's set it straight. Let's focus on building my brothers, not self hate. This is a plan to keep us separated. The first man was African that was created. I'm light skinned, but I'm still melanated. You gotta tame my man, that ain't the same. You gold plated. I'm light skinned, but I'm still melanated. You gotta tame my man, that ain't that the was same. That was balls nice plated. with Gorilla Ish. And we're back right here on TBOU Graffiti Mike. If you got the app, TBOU 24-7 radio app, download the app. We're live right now on our own music app, playing all the majors and indie artists just for you under one roof right here. And we're back with Mr. Cotton. This is part two. Hey. Yes, right. Mr. Cotton, I got a question for you. As yes, far ma'am. as your music goes, what is your writing process like? your thought process process when you're doing a song or producing it always like i say it it starts with the track uh i'll come up with the hook first and then i'll then the verse normally just comes easy after the hook once i lay the hook and it's it's just one two three and it's there okay 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 so you ask me one more question or Yes. Okay. You know, to be a successful artist, you should always strive to expand your repertoire and prepare to work long hours and travel frequently. What are a artist's responsibilities to you? An artist's responsibility to me is 
make some hits. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Make some hits. I mean, make some hits. Your job, everybody has a job to do. Okay. Yes, you the do. Producer has a job. I'm sorry. Producer has a job uh, to come up with a, 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 a hit track. Mm-hmm. Okay. The uh, the artist has it. Now, sometimes producer, you know, they do artist job too. But uh, the, the artist's responsibility to me is to write the song. Is to come up with a hit song to go with that hit track, and everybody has a job to do. So, producer, artist, musician, you know, whoever, you know. Now you know every now most artists have ghostwriters, so you know, of course. Um, okay. Media, and, okay. And you know, some artists may not know the foundation or how to write a, a good song. So yeah, that too. Well, the question was about. <laughs> artist that actually does that so yeah exactly yeah man I was on that but you're right about a lot of artists have ghostwriters man. that's a different question <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly so but what you, was your question i'm sorry so you you know you did tours and this and that when you were um with different labels so how did yeah, you cope sorry. with being away from home for long periods of time it was fun. It was the bomb. It was <laughs> everything, everything I ever always wanted. You know what I'm saying? I mean, to be traveling, doing big arenas and civic centers, and traveling some of the uh, the hottest stars that was out in their time. I mean, hey man, it was it was like a dream. It was a dream come true. Priceless. Okay. Yeah, it's priceless. Right. Since you just said that, I have another question. <laughs> what was the best concert you ever seen, and why? Wow, that's a good one. Come on, one I was in or just one I seen? One you seen. Oh, in. I'm gonna get both. Both. I think the best concert I ever seen that I actually liked and paid attention to, uh, it had to be the, uh, the Gat Band concert that we danced in too. We were on stage dancing in that concert. It was it was a Gap Band, Prince, and a lot of them. Cameo. What? A lot of them. Yeah, man. The Prince, yeah, that was like 80. Huh? Yeah, you the Prince, huh? Yeah, go ahead. Prince, uh-huh. Yeah, Prince, Prince, Prince. He was a headliner. Right. Everybody opened up for him. Yeah, Prince was the headliner. You know yeah, what? Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. I knew I'm gonna let you finish answering, but uh, open up for Prince after open up for Prince and everything else. I would feel kind of like I would feel honored, but then after that, I'm like, man, that's this is now, look, go ahead. Now, look, we didn't open up, we danced. We danced. Oh, they had, they had, oh. They, let me tell you what they did. They had, you know, we was pop locking and break dancing. So mm-hmm. so they had they picked up they had a talent show at every high school. Wow. And the winner of that talent show got to dance on stage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? During during the intermissions and stuff. They let a group come out, you know, do it, and we all come out, you know, it was that type of thing. Okay. Wow. It wasn't like we actually opened it up for Prince, you know. <laughs> Man. I wasn't even rapping then. I mean, I was rapping, but, but was... that was like the 80, 81. Man, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, that was like yeah, that was like 79, 88, 81, somewhere around there. And I didn't really, my rapping didn't really jump off to like '83. That's when I told you that I, cut, I had my first song on the radio. So <laughs> yes. I, was doing, I was doing, I was doing more dancing then. Wow. So, so hey, let's go back. Let's go back again. Let's finish talk about Manny Fresh and Diamonds in the Dirt. So, so, so now. After after you helped Manny Fresh kicked off his career and and everything, so what's you know what's next that because we watched Diamond in the Dirt, and there was right. some artists that that of course Tia myself are familiar with, and you know right. e, you know even from a little Boosie and all, right, right. Mm-hmm. What's the question? So 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 the question is like you know with Manny Fresh after you helped him establish his his um his DJ and everything else. Well, no, he did that himself. Now, he was already, he already had talent. Okay. Okay. Know, okay. Help him get noticed and get known and get, get out there. Okay. 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 So then after later down the line in the nineties, what else you did, um, uh, Mr. Carton later down the line. Okay. You had some crew with you too, right? To start off more of your label. Did, did you have a label? Awesome well, too, I was right? with another label. We started another label, me and uh, uh, these other three cats, four cats, well, three cats. Uh-huh. We started a label called uh, 360 
360 degrees was the label. That's a year. We, we started that in 92, late 92, early 93. Okay. We start, no, I take that back. That was in 92 we did that. It was late 91, early 92 when we started 360. Okay, okay. And uh, and uh, we, we had a group called the Vibe Tribe. Okay. And we were actually a band, a live band, performing band, mm -hmm. and I was the lead singer. Wow. And uh, we were, we were, you know, we was on some other stuff. <laughs> oh, you know okay. Saying? Yeah. We was on some other stuff because I wasn't singing. I was actually rapping. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, yeah, I wasn't doing no singing songs. I was rapping. But, um, you know, and then after that, uh, let me see, 94, 94. 90, 93, 94, I just kept doing music, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I met my mentor in 1991. Mm -hmm. The one I told you about that passed away. Yes. So I was spending a lot of time in his studio, developing my skills and stuff like that throughout the years. You know, so I basically was doing that, um, and and that's about it. Just kept doing what I was doing, man. So now, so now, so now, from 91 until now in the early 2000s and stuff. Now, Mr. Carton is back on the scene. Right. You know, what what other big lineup projects that you're doing and, and, and about to come out with more? I know I, I know we have your songs be playing now, but what else for Mr. Carton? I mean, you know, I, I'm working on my album. Okay. Uh, it's called A Long Time Coming. Uh I've got I got a couple events coming up that I'm doing. I got a, a concert that I'm throwing. I'm also promoting I, I'm throwing some concerts. So uh, really okay, okay. Yeah, I got one coming up on the 30th of this month in Labadeville, Louisiana. Got to a tea on there. And my <laughs> and my birthday party is gonna be at the same place in Labadeville, Louisiana, August 20th. You guys are definitely invited to come through. Okay. You know, come hang out. Okay, that's awesome. okay. Thank you. Drinks okay. on me, top it up, pictures whole nine. You know. Okay, okay, okay. All right, mm -hmm. all right. So, so also since we've been talking about from part one about hip hop and how hip hop has changed and everything else, and also um, since now you're saying you better have a party coming up and everything else. <laughs> what's what's what more? What more? Now, 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 are you planning to sign anybody to your label or you, okay, since you're a promoter, how do people get a contact you to, um, that you help people to promote their music? Oh, they can contact me through Facebook, uh, Darnell Cotton, I have two pages. Mm -hmm. They can reach me on my IG at Cotton Darnell, or they can reach me at this number, Grind Time Entertainment, uh, 225-828-1756. Okay. All right. All right. Mm -hmm. Y'all want to say anything or anything? Y'all good? I'm just enjoying it, honestly. My niece is <laughs> my niece is my niece is in the studio. She's enjoying the show. But hey, Mr. Carr, before before we let you go and everything else, I want you to just go ahead and give a shout out more to this song. But don't go nowhere. We got more to talk to you about about more diamond. Okay, diamonds in the dirt. Yeah, yeah, but diamond and dirt. So hey, let's go ahead and play this song right here. You know, my favorite. You know what it is. You is this the one I'm about to shout out? Yeah, you were going to get a shout out so we could play it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yo, this is my new single. One of my new singles called Tell Me What's Wrong by, yeah. by your boy MC, Mr. Cotton. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Nothing left. You won't. 
love What happened to us Our love fade away It's causing my heart to ache Oh girl That was Mr. Cotton right there. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we're back You're right welcome. here, man. Man, we've been dancing in the studio. Anyway, moving <laughs> along. <laughs> hey, so let's talk about Diamond in the Dirt. Um, and and yes, it's on it's on a TV show, Tubi. It's on Tubi. That's why I was on Tubi, and we, you know we have watched it, and um, our listeners out there, check it out. It's on Tubi, Diamond in the Dirt, Mr. Cotton, and it's a very okay. Let me say this. I'm going to cut you off. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Shoot. It, it, it's streaming on Tubi now for free, right? Yes. But it's also on Apple TV. Oh, wow. It's on, it's on Google TV. Mm-hmm. And it's on Amazon Prime. All right. All right. Right, right. So you guys, y'all go check that go out. Go check that out. On either one of those platforms. So, whoop, so, so we already know some of the story because we watch it. And 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 how did Diamond and Dirt came about? That's what I want to talk about. Well, Diamond and Dirt came about. The documentary came about with those cats uh, who produced it, and uh, uh, this cat named Matt, uh, uh, the brother named Max Minnelli, one of the rappers in the mm-hmm, Max Minnelli. Uh, yep. Max Minnelli. He's also the, the director of the documentary. Okay. And, okay. Uh, and Joe Mexico. 
he uh he he did I think he did some of the shooting, but he did the majority of the editing. And he's and he's real good. It's like he's a he's the two go the go to guy to shoot the videos from down this way. Okay. 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 Um, but those cats put that together, man, and it was crazy because they were looking for me. You wow. know, they, yeah, they were looking for me. Mm -hmm. uh, they they was asking everybody who started it down here. Mm. So only a few people knew my real name, right? Correct. So. They was all telling him my real name. You know, old Terry Cotton started it. He was the first rapper down here. He was a, he cut the first record down here, him and his group and Baba and all that type of stuff. Yes. But the, the cats didn't know that he was talking about me, but the producer of the show had my number in his phone, but they called me my street name was Wiseo. So they was calling me Wise. Mm. Right? Okay. So he had my number. He knew me by Wise. He didn't know me by Terry Cotton. <laughs> so he's going around looking for me but it's terry cotton and then one of the cats that was in the documentary was the third cat being interviewed named mc nero okay he's the one that died of diabetes right yeah right. If, you, if you can remember that was my yes. dog right yes. so uh he was the one that told him he said hey man when they was interviewing him they asked him too man who is terry cotton they talking about this terry cotton Nero said man that's wise <laughs> <laughs> And they was tripping out because he's like, man, I got wise number in my pocket all this time. And mm -hmm. I, they didn't know it was me. So they were looking for me. Then everybody started calling me. Greg Dudes called me and said, yo, Matt, I'm trying to get at you. They doing it. Actually, it was this radio guy okay. who's, who I seen first. Okay. And he told me, he said, hey, man, you might want to get with Max Manelli and him because they're doing a documentary about how rap got started down here. And you, know, you guys got to be in it because y'all was the first. That's you know what I'm saying? So he true. threw that at me. Okay. And I guess the word just started getting around, getting around, getting around, and mm -hmm. and you know, blah blah. Before you know it, we hooked up, and uh, they was like, "Yeah, man, we was looking for you." Blah blah blah. When can we set this interview up? And and that's how that happened. And I told my side of the story, so they went to everybody as an individual to okay. so that you know let them tell their side of the story. For the listeners out there, if if you haven't seen Diamond and Dirk, uh, Mr. Carlton, can you name the artist that was in Diamond and Dirk, and they could go and check it out? Yeah, you got uh, you got myself. Mm -hmm. uh, you got the. I'm gonna go in order. You oh, got yeah. uh, you got Randall Kuyper, who was my DJ at the time when we cut our record, mm -hmm. and then he ventured on out five years later and started doing this thing. He was the first guy to go gold. Yeah, out of Batman, he was the first one to go gold out of out of my clique and out of all of us, right? Yeah, out of everybody in the documentary. Uh, and then after him, uh, it was MC Nero. Mm -hmm. uh, R.I.P. MC Nero, he passed away. Mm -hmm. And then uh, uh, you got the cat named Silky Slim from out of South, Bat South Baton Rouge. You got uh, CeeLo, better known as, well, Chubb. I call him Chubb. His mountain call him Chubb. Mm -hmm. But his, his rap name is CeeLo. Uh, and he was the one that discovered Lil Boosie. Yes, uh, you got you got you got Max Manelli. Max Manelli, uh, and then and then they discovered cause Max was down with Chubb before Lil Boosie. You know mm -hmm. I'm saying so you got Max Manelli and then Chubb. I mean then Boosie. You know what I'm saying that's the order should have been. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now now you know now Max Manelli. Um, Max Manelli. He he definitely blew up even more too. Yeah. Well, in a documentary by watching it. Well, the documentary is really blowing up. Correct. Okay. You know, yeah. I mean, he was. I'm not trying to put him, you know, but you know, he didn't make a lot of noise, like you know, like that, like 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 that, that like Boosie did or yeah. like Cito did. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But he made noise, you know. So I'm gonna keep it real like that. But but the documentary is 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 you know doing a lot for him too right now. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Correct. And and, yeah. al and also and also I know you let. I know you met little Boosie too back in those days and stuff when he was a youngin too, right? Pretty much. And <laughs> yeah, well, go ahead. Well, the truth behind that is I was supposed to help Chubb with that album that he made that uh he brought Boosie that he introduced Boosie on. Okay. So if I would have made it to that to help him do that, yeah, I'd have met Boosie at the same time he met. Hey. Okay, but unfortunately, some things happened, and and I, I you know, just just say I was absent for a while that mm -hmm. caused me not to be able to, 
do that album with. <laughs> yeah, we understand. Yeah, exactly. We understand. We understand. Yes, yes, yes. So then, so then after the whole documentary was was pretty much on how uh, how everything has started from the south and and your. You Luton. keep saying the south. It's well, Baton I mean, Rouge, well, yeah, Louisiana. You said the ladies get on me on that. But thank you, ladies. Yes, Baton Rouge. That day. I love them. I love them. That's right. I could, but I but I could be the first from the south. Right. Yeah, that's I, yeah. I mean you it's could between, exactly. It's between it's between me and his cat from um uh Atlanta. Okay. I did a little re I did a little research and he came they didn't exactly say the date, but they said he was inspired by Africa Van Bottom and all of them when they came out. Mm. So, so I'm thinking, you know, after Van Bottom came out, what, 82? 82, yeah, about, yeah. 82, uh, yeah, somewhere, 82, yeah. 82, 82, 82, 82, 82, 82 yes. Uh, so, so now remember, my song, my first song came out in 83. So if this song and my song came out like right when summer started. So mm. if this song came out anywhere before then, then he's the first out the side. Okay. okay i'll give them i'll give them that credit you know even if it was a local song yeah that mean right. yeah it is you know you, you know, know what I'm saying? It, yeah exactly you know but my first local song came out in in the beginning of the summer mm -hmm. or, or or somewhere around there in 83 okay. or somewhere i'll say some yeah somewhere around there beginning or the middle of the summer are there are there any other documentaries of about you or you are planning to come out with yeah, I'm. Uh, we're in the process of doing my own documentary, and okay. it's going to be called "The New Kid on the Block." Okay. It's going to be talking about, you know, when I first arrived down here. Hey, Amen. Okay, I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like I that. Can't too. wait to see it. I can't wait to see that too. Can we definitely see yeah. that? Can we see that with yes. with your expertise and also with your knowledge and you know your legendary hip hop? Um, um. With again in part one, we were talking about any any advice for the young generations you know that now really moving forward with this hip-hop and also with um rap music yes definitely got some advice for them Shoot it lose, out. lose the violence lose the violence out of the rap take the uh the, the uh stop calling the sisters bees and hoes and the rap sorry about that mm -hmm. uh, uh, uh stop right. doing all that negative stuff in the rap songs right. you know what i'm saying that's destroying our youth you know what i'm saying because they thinking that stuff is real and they out there living it like it's real and they and they're really living it killing each other you know what i'm saying disrespecting our women don't have respect for themselves that's what this music is done has done to our children already and we got to break the cycle the cycle has to stop somewhere and it has to stop now because if it don't stop now it's already a genocide yeah Crazy. so that means that so that means it's going to get worse so what can, what can be worse than a genocide extinction that's true too that's you know what i'm saying I'm not saying that's gonna happen but we're headed that way yeah pretty much you know we're headed that way they ain't nobody gotta worry about they worried about cops you know they crying about the cops killing us mm -hmm. okay all right cool do something about it then but at the same time you ain't saying nothing about you killing each other no that is that is so true <laughs> that is so true and you're, and you're doing more and you're doing more than that and the cops is killing us that is so true that is that is true and, so and go ahead i'm listening no no i was just gonna say so it's got to start it's got to start there you know, that's my advice I have for the younger generations that's coming into this music thing, man. And I just wish they would just take it back to the fundamentals and talk about having fun and being with a woman or whatever, whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, the love era. Can, can, can I ask you a question too? Are you a family man? More like you are. Do you have children? Remind me asking yeah, that. Yeah, well, my children are growing in on their own. So Correct. I was a family man, but they living on their own. I have a son that's 32. He'll be 33 next year. And my daughter will be 32 next year. Wow. That's, that's a blessing. Wow. Yes, sir. Yes, so sir. I wanted to say, um, since we have our niece here in the studio with mm -hmm. us, what is your intake on what he said as far as the young people and violence? That's going mean, on in the music. I definitely agree. I feel like definitely with the artists that I know and that are my age, I feel like there's only a select few that actually talks about like their actual life. 
Mm-hmm. Not so much about being in a club, not mm-hmm. so much about, you know, like what Mr. Cotton said, like calling the ladies bees and hoes and all that kind right. of stuff. You know, I only listen to a select few myself, you know, people right. like Chance the Rapper or right. people like Kevin Gates, like who actually talks about their life. You know, that's mm-hmm. what I prefer over anything. So I definitely agree with that. I feel like that's the only way music can actually stay alive. And I feel right. like that's the only way that young people in themselves can be far and do it and take it far to another level because, okay, you already know the fundamentals, you know, like mm-hmm. he said, and it's just all about trying to be different, not going with everybody else and what they're talking about, mm-hmm. the ways of the world, like just be you, just be your authentic, you know, authentic self. And I feel like that can sell, like that can actually keep you in the game a little bit longer. Correct. So I definitely agree with everything, you know, he, he said, he talked about. All right. Appreciate you. Yeah. No <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's our niece for a young talk on our show. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You see, you see, you see. Also, we push the young generation to listen to the show, and yeah. and have, but she has great, great moral, great advice, great advice on the on the show too. Yes, yeah. Mr. Oh, Carton, man, we really appreciate you, man, a lot. Most high, bro, most most high. We appreciate you a lot, man, for about coming on the show and let us interviewing you. Uh, this is the first time we did this on the brand of us any podcast for your show and graffiti mic for the hip hop pairs. and also we like to sh- give a shout out to to hip hop global kids all around the world. Yeah, yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. I give a shout out to, you yeah. know, cause, 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 Mike, got, Johnson, Mike Johnson, Mike Johnson, everybody, Terrence Tillman, that's right, Boss Nice, that's a nemesis, everybody, that's right. Gucci Dan, yes, Gucci Dan, everybody. What's the brother's name, name? Akitaz? Yeah, 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 that's right. It, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's right, TIA, myself, and the whole family. Yes, yes that's right. South African, South African, South African. Yes, 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 that's right. So, so yes, man, we got to keep hip hop alive, also, man, because, because, you know, like in the beginning of the show, uh, part one, you know, what I was saying, where do you think hip hop is going? And a lot of people be saying it may be on a lifeline. Well, hey, we need to go ahead and go ahead and pump pump it back up. It's like, you know, like bring it back. Bring it back. That's bring it right. back hip hop. That's right. We got bring it back. You know, it's kind of like we got to go back to the gym and start working out, do the new workout resume. That's it. Right. That's right. it. You know, because because let's go, back, let's, go back. let's go back to the days of the brand Nubians. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. That knowledge, when that knowledge started kicking in. Exactly. You know? Exactly. You know, even even with the little Nas and stuff and all that. Oh, you know, yeah. Nas, yes. KRS, KRS. He's still kicking that knowledge too. Of course. You know, of course. He started kicking that knowledge on from the beginning. You know? But but I'm glad you mentioned this. It's knowledge. When the young, when the young generation don't want to study the knowledge, where are they going? They're gonna be lost. They're gonna be lost. Right. Knowledge is power. Would you say, Nice? Knowledge is power. That's right. Knowledge is power. And, you know, most definitely. definitely. So, you know, we definitely got to go ahead and continue teaching our young generation to keep on um, having the movement for the hip hop, for all types of music, all types of music, really rock music, pop music, hip hop music, reggae reggae music, every type of music. Because if you don't, music is the. Would you say TIA music is the music source is of what, healing? Yes, music definitely heals the soul. Heal the soul. You hear that? You hear yes, that? They do because where they headed, they headed for self destruction. You headed for self destruction. Hey, that's, that's it, that's Mr. Cotton Man, brother. We really appreciate you on our show, man. We love you, man. Hey, actually, this is the first that TBOU had a part one and part two, man. Anybody there listening, if you want to be interviewed on a brand of us, any podcast radio show, go ahead and hit us up at our Gmail. That is the brand of us at gmail.com. That's right, ladies. That's what's up. Yo, Mr. Cotton, man, I love the history. I love everything what you stand for. I love what you're doing. And like I say, you know, hey, you know, we are the hip hop generation. We are the hip hop for the global kids. We're going to keep on doing this, man. Yes, sir. Continue to push. That's right. That's right. Thank you, brother, man. I'm going to keep you up. May you have a blessed night. Be blessed. Be safe out there and continue taking care of our families and looking out for one another, man.
Ditto. Ditto. God bless, man. You all heard it first right here on the Brand of Us Any Podcast Radio Show with Mr. Cotton right here, part two. If you miss it, go into the podcast, all our podcast platforms, and go back and listen to part one and part two. That's what's up. Hey, man. We're going to go ahead and take a short commercial break and be right back with more on TVOU. Welcome to our world of music. Music that unites people. In the mix. In the mix. Back to back, beat to beat. Come on, DJ. Hit me with another track. That's right. TVOU 24-7 radio. You want to know what's new on the brand of us? Come check out TBOU Apparel with your brand, the new brand, our brand, TBOU Apparel. They call me trendsetter, I've been better, and that's an old fact, I'm not a new jack, I came here and started this black, see you youngsters don't know nothing, can't tell a brother jack, you don't even know when this game was formed, when I was out here rapping half of you weren't born. You need to be silent like the quiet storm. All you do is shippity yap and get your little heart gone. Word is born, I'm not the one to fool with. If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't be doing this. So take heed, don't let your little mouth get you in trouble. Sometimes it pays a listen, you better pay attention. Cause it might be your name on the channel 9 News. Another brother lost when he playing the fool. So take it from a legend. Remember, I'm your brethren, and we won't stop. We're bringing back hip hop. We are back. So I remember Melly Mel and Grandmaster Flash Plus the fat boys, they always made me laugh Run DMC was in a place to be And Houdini did the thing in every street I remember UTFO and Roxanne All the rappers in the world wanted to be her man I remember 4-4 and the foursome D's I remember LL rocking all the bells. I remember Daddy Kane, yeah, he did his thing. I remember Salt and Pepper jumped into the game. I remember Heavy D plus Father MC. Ain't nothing like a little hip hop history. Bring it back. We are back. We are Molly Mall. Just Ice, KRS, Rakim, Queen Latifah, Spoony G, Nas. I know you like it when we just cool and all the vibe. So don't fight it. I wanna make you feel alright. Girl, let's take a day off. Calling to work sick. Come get 
This good love Tell the boss say you can't make it And nobody have to know Say you really just laid up here with me Let's take the day off baby So you can power the work to me Hey girl, wherever you wanna go, we can ride. With you by my side, all I need is a light. Let's get a high, get a high, get a high. Lose a coastline, lose track of the time. It's hard to ignore all you're so fine. I can make you feel like the old times. I'm yours if you wanna be mine. Give me with this pile and rhyme. Four, three, two, one.